0: Friday, welcome to the three things I learned, SaaS sports tech and live events. This week, we're gonna talk about making enemies. Unfortunately, when you're running a business, you're going to have to make decisions. And when you make decisions, sometimes those hard decisions will alienate people. And when you alienate those people, they will learn to hate you. It's nothing personal, but it will be personal to them. So I wanna talk about the five instances where we're gonna create enemies, no matter what we do. And then some of the things that we've learned to cope with those five things. So, five ways we've learned that people will create enemies out of you. Number one, hiring. Unfortunately, you can't hire everybody. And as your business grows and you have more opportunity, that also means more opportunities to say no. I wish we had a line between our public and personal life, but we don't. And when we don't, sometimes we lead to situations where you know your kids, friends, parents are looking for a job, or the person that you volunteer with, or the person that is at the local store. People in your life are going to come to you looking for jobs that may not fit for them, but they don't see it that way. And unfortunately that's going to create an enemy and it's going to create an enemy that lasts for a while the second way you're going to create enemies is vendors as you grow you're going to pick more vendors as you're looking at those vendors you're going to choose one or the other unfortunately you can't pick them all and when you say no hell hath no fury like a lever scorned instead of understanding why your decision was made 95 percent of vendors or anybody this is not just to us are going to hit cognitive dissonance and that cognitive dissonance is going to say that you're the bad guy that you hurt me, and then they're going to be vocal about it, both privately and publicly, especially now with so many outlets online. The third way you're going to make enemies is with your team. This is the hardest one. Everybody in their career is in a different position. That leads to different kinds of compensation, different promotions, different terminations, different responsibilities. But everybody is the star of their own movie, and you have to make difficult decisions. So when you promote one person, you didn't promote the others and that's gonna create some sore feelings. And in some cases, it does create enemies, no matter what you do. The fourth way is competition. Now, in a utopian world, you would think that we would all see each other as similar as we are. We see the same opportunity. Unfortunately, competition can bring out the worst in people. It's a lot easier to vilify the person on the other side. I've heard and seen what's been said about my team and specifically me by our competitors who know nothing about me, know nothing about what kind of person I am or what I'm trying to do in this world but it's a lot easier to do that because it justifies what they're deciding to do to try to win business as you gain more prominence and you have more success. This gets ratcheted way, way up. Even people who were once friends will say some pretty awful things, do some pretty awful things to you. And finally five, the bonus one, depending on what industry you're in free stuff. So I work in live events, which means that everybody wants to ask me for free stuff. Um, You know, for family, we can do that, but sometimes it's people we haven't seen for a while. And you'd think that it would be reasonable to say no. Like, hey, look, I can't give every single person that asked me for free tickets, free tickets. You know, this is our business. But that's not how the world sees it. Unfortunately, when you do that, especially in the community, you're going to run into circumstances where people are angry and they're gonna say things about you that are gonna impact you. So those are the five ways that regardless of what you do, as you find success, you're going to create enemies. Because again, we're looking to be loved, not liked. So let's talk a little bit about what we can do to cope with those situations. So what can we do about it? Well, number one, we can communicate very clearly with our loved ones that this is a fact of life and there's nothing we can do about it. We can do what we can to try to lower the burden on our families. But these things are going to come into our lives. Let me give you an example. Three months before my son started playing Little League Baseball in the local league here, the head of the other league, which they play against, came and applied for a job with us as the director of sales. We couldn't hire him. He wasn't qualified for that position. We hired somebody else. That person still takes it out on my son. And my son and his kid are friends. That's one example of many, 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 many that are in our lives. So we have to make clear to our families and our loved ones that there's going to be fallout from this. And when those conversations come up and you hear, hey, that person doesn't like you, you can credibly say, here's why that person probably doesn't like me. Number two, don't try to fix it. You know, number one, it sounds like, well, why don't you just go around and explain to everybody what happens? Guys, if you're choosing this many vendors, if you're running a business, if you're choosing this many hires, if you're choosing this much staff, if you're making all these decisions, you do not have time to try to fix all of it. Unfortunately, this is a fact of life. Three set guidelines and make them very well known. We don't hire family. We don't hire people in our local community that are part of our personal lives. I know that doesn't sound fair, and that creates enemies, even when I say that to some people. But once you have that, we don't give free tickets to anybody outside of my family. My wife knows that better than anybody, and she says it <laughs> stronger than everybody. Even I'm the one who wants to break that rule often and go, oh, maybe this time, and she says no. For find people who have done this before and talk to them about it, because sometimes we get optimistic, like, oh, you know, maybe they'll get over it, maybe, and they'll tell you no, they won't but that's not what you're trying to do here. You're trying to change the world for the better. Here's what's going to happen when you do it. There's going to be some fallout. Remember, leadership is taking people somewhere else. Some people don't want to go somewhere else. And then finally, appreciate the ones who are great along the way. Yes, we've talked about a lot of people who want something from you. They're going to ask you, and if they don't get it, they're going to be angry about it, and they're going to stick it to you. But there are some, one in 10, that aren't that way. They're actually looking out for you actually looking out for each other and we can be those people. We can be the ones who can stop and understand if we're falling into the trap of the first five things. Is this person really a bad person? Do we really don't like them? Or are we maybe misunderstanding something and filling out the communication gap with negatives? If we can do those things, then building those enemies, though still incredibly unpleasant, and something that really hurts your feelings, it does, it hurts my feelings often, becomes something that you're better prepared for. Sorry for the long one this week. That's it for this week's three things. We'll see you all next week.